tip today in association with Slattery's of Pecan, your main Peugeot dealer for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie Carmina Margot, uh, Angela, welcome along to the second hour of Tip Today, 1800 938 007. And the text and WhatsApp is 083 311 Of course, you can email tiptoday at tipfm.com. And we're always delighted to hear from you. Legal discussion on Tip Today is brought to you in association with Lynch Solicitors Clan Mel on the web at lynchsolicitors.ie and at divorceinireland.com. Gillian O'Mahony of uh, Lynch Solicitors joining me in studio. Good morning to you, Gillian. Good morning, Fran. Thanks for coming in to us today. The Oireachtas Joint Committee on Justice and Equality calling for a major overhaul, Gillian, of the family law system. Indeed, and I suppose this is something that has been hanging out there for a long yeah. time. This has been, there's been repeated calls but only this week, you know, I suppose it's been publicised and there's been 38 specific recommendations. And I suppose in addition to this, we've also had the enactment last week following on from the recent referendum whereby the waiting period for a divorce has now been reduced from four years to two years. So many of the many of the listeners will recall we had a referendum earlier this year to reduce the waiting time for a divorce. That paved the way to allow the legislators to change legislation. So that is now mm. in force as as of the last That's few days. Pretty quick. Isn't it? it is. It is. But I think all the, I suppose, everything was in place, in place yeah. at the time of the of the referendum, and it was it was always anticipated that the new laws would be enforced by the end of this year. In terms of uh, the changes, then, where uh, the family law system is concerned, what sort of changes are we talking about? Well, there are a number of changes which you know would be widely welcomed by anybody who practices in the family law arena. The one of the first ones would be the actual change of the physical infrastructure. So at the moment we have family law courts but you could have a family law court going on and right next door you could have the criminal courts going on. We have situations where you may have one waiting area where you would have people waiting to go into a family law court and people go waiting to go into a criminal court. There may be no consultation rooms so solicitors are forced to consult and consult with their clients perhaps in earshot or within sight of the other party and again that's you know that's not suitable you people may be forced to discuss their their private and very intimate business in an area where they can be overheld, overheard. Right. So the physical infrastructure is something which right. needs And this to be is all at a time where they're very vulnerable. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah. you're dealing with people who are at their most vulnerable in life. You know, you may have yeah. people who are vulnerable elements of society, but people are very vulnerable. It's a very difficult time of their lives. So in addition to the physical infrastructure, we also, I suppose we also need an increase in the number of family law judges. And that's mm. one of the 38 recommendations in the report. There's huge waiting lists at the moment, particularly in the district court level. And that's because of lack of judges. Indeed, indeed. Yes, indeed. So we need more judges. We also need a specialist division of family law judges. So at the moment, we don't have a specialist division of family law or specialist family law courts. So you may have a judge one week who may be hearing criminal matters or civil matters and the next week may be hearing family law matters. So that Mm. can cause difficulties in consistency. So is there special training needed then? Yes, absolutely. And that is one of the recommendations in the report that there should 
should be specialist family law training for judges, for all court staff, anybody involved in mm. anybody involved in the family law system. And again, this will all lead to consistency because at the moment, the way the system works is you could have two different judges who could hear the exact same case and um, make two different decisions. Mm. And again, it's it can often be difficult to advise your client until you know what judge is coming and you know what what approach or what tendency they may have. There's a lot of different agencies and services then involved in family law. I mean, are you talking about housing them all in in, in the same... Yes, yes, definitely. And that is one of the recommendations in the report um, would be that the the Legal Aid Board, the Mediation Services and ADR, so ADR would be Alternative Dispute Resolution and the, the recommendations are giving a big push towards mediation, mm. mediation um, or alternative dispute re- resolution, which would be trying to resolve things out of court, trying to resolve things a lot earlier in the system. Now, you can never make mediation compulsory or mandatory because by its nature, it's, uh, you know, consent is required. Mm. Both parties have to voluntarily participate in it. But it's being suggested that perhaps they should be mandatory briefing sessions or something along that line so the parties are aware of what you know, what exactly can be availed of. Mm. And mediation is fantastic when it works because in mediation, the parties, it, you know, you're removing the adversarial of nature of it. Yes. And parties are taking control of it themselves. And often what I would find in mediation, particularly if you have a complicated family law case, maybe with businesses is involved, parties are reaching a solution which the courts wouldn't have the power to do. Oh, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. In, uh, what, what, for ex- like what? For example, if there was a company and the parties may be able to involve the company with regards shares, things like that, right. and the courts may not have the powers to, ah. you know, I suppose be innovative. Right, so it in could be more comprehensive. It. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's very interesting. Mm. There, there's all, to, to the best of my knowledge, all family law is in camera. Is Indeed, it? all right. family law is in camera. And at the moment, we do have a reporting sister, Dr. Dr. Carl, um, reporting system, Dr. Carl Coulter reports, you know, reports, I think it's on a quarterly basis Mm. and she would travel throughout the country and release reports. But there is calls for an an increase in the reporting. And again, that will help in people, you know, understanding what goes on in the courts rather than people getting, I suppose what you'd often have would be people saying, oh, my friend so-and-so said this is what happened in court. And if you had regular, consistent reports, you know, that may that may assist in resolving cases earlier. Interesting. Um, there's always a conversation about legal aid right across the whole legal profession, I suppose. But specifically to this, you're, you're calling on some changes there. Yes, as well, well the, um, the report again also includes that there should be an increase in the threshold for legal aid. Um, the threshold, you know, the threshold is set, set by the Legal Aid Board, but there would be a lot of people who would fall outside that threshold. They may then be in a situation where they're not in a- able to afford legal legal advice or legal representation and they're having to go into court to represent themselves in, you know, I suppose family law is it's a very important matter and people, right. it will often, often regularly involve children, so proper representation to make sure there's equality of arms is involved. Would you explain to me the views as well about advising the parties at the outset? What, what giving them an end result, I suppose, or, or the possible end result? Yes, and that's, that's very important, you know, I suppose before parties in get get embroiled in the whole litigation process 
which is adversarial. So it's really when people get involved in the system, it's about wanting to win as opposed to trying to resol- resolve it and get a resolution that suits the par- both parties and the children. So I suppose proper advice should be given at the, at the outset and, you know, try and get the parties into mediation. Mm. And speaking of the mediation and the mediators, um, is, is there a structure for them? Is there some sort of a... Well, I suppose there's loads of different courses as such that you can go for mediation. But again, this report recommends a tightening up of that in, mm. you know, to ensure that there's quality mediation right. out there. But does the mediator sit like a judge would, for no, example? No, no. And, and different, what I find is different mediators have different styles. Some mediators will sit back, some mediators will get absolutely involved, some mediators will give an opinion, some mm. mediators won't. And sometimes we as solicitors would choose a mediator perhaps based on the type of case. Some right. mediators okay. would be more suitable to some cases than other cases. Right. And does my solicitor attend with me at mediation? Not necessarily, but we do regularly we do regularly attend mediations. And again, it would depend on the, I suppose, how complex the case is. If, for example, the mediation involved access, we wouldn't attend because that's really a parenting issue. Okay. But it, if it involved a substantial amount of assets, perhaps, if there was companies involved, involved, and if it was going to be complex and that the lawyer's input would be required at the mediation right. to advise them whether something was possible or would, I suppose, pass with the courts, well, then we would attend. Very interesting. So it, it's not just sitting there. The lawyer could actually play a part oh, and yes, could yes, speak. Oh, yes, 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 absolutely. And I would be involved in mediations quite regularly where we would have an active role to play. Right. Does it have the same standing then as a judicial uh, decision? Well, what happens at mediation is you reach an agreement and that agreement then would be legally binding and that agreement would then be legalised by the lawyers either in the form of a divorce application to the court on a consent basis. So you issue your divorce proceedings on consent basically the mediation agreement would be the consent, the terms of consent or if they didn't have the the relevant separation time for a divorce you would either do a judicial separation or a deed of separation so you need to go on and legalise a mediation agreement. Right, and at that point can the judge decide to reopen the mediation in some way? Well, the final discretion rests with the judge. So the judge when granting a decree of divorce has to be satisfied that there is proper provision. So the judge has to go down through it, look through it all, look at the affidavits of means and be satisfied. But if there are lawyers involved at both stages, both parties would have been properly advised. So it would be very, very unusual for a judge then to upset the cart. Of course, it's all based on people giving a truthful uh, indication of, of of where they are and, and, and all aspects of that. Yes, absolutely. So any agreement would involve both parties doing affidavits of means and they would be fully vouched as well. So, you know, we would have to be satisfied having taken our client's instructions, yes, that there yeah, was full disclosure. So the changes you're advocating then, uh, I presume you've you put them to the minister, have you? Have well, they? the Oireachtas the has, you know, the Oireachtas the Joint Committee has issued the report and let's hope we'll see it enforced. All right, so, okay, or aspects of it, aspects I suppose. Aspects of it, yes. Right. When do you think you'd see some light on this, do you think? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all these things. Indeed, indeed. All right, listen, lovely to see you, Gillian. Thanks Thank for you, coming into us. That's Gillian O'Mahony there from Lynch Solicitors in Clonmel. Coming up on 19 past 10. Back in a moment.